Hello, this is Nell Fuller, co-founder of Femex Columbia and the host of Venturing Voices. We are excited to welcome two guests to the show, Tracy Broom and Debbie Shadle, who are the co-founders of Flock and Rally, a full-service, women-owned creative agency based in Columbia, South Carolina, that integrates many areas of communication into marketing campaigns. The two met each other years after embarking on their own journeys and found that they shared a lot of similar interests. The two recognized that their strengths correlated with the others well, making them a great team. Tracy got the conversation going about how her and Debbie came together to build Flock and Rally. Recording from the Femex co-work space in Columbia, South Carolina, this is Venturing Voices. upstate New York and after college she moved down here because Debbie in your word (laughs) you were cold (laughs) and you did research you went to what Charlotte Charleston Columbia and what other city I did um Asheville I did I took a tour of the south just really was trying to figure out where to make my next move. And when you're young, you think, oh, it's just going to be for six months, you know, 25 <laughs> years later. But um, when I moved down here, when I, when I visited Columbia, um, what I really liked about it is how much the people who lived here liked living here. It, it wasn't even really on my radar, but a friend had gone through, he told me to visit and I was like, yeah, this is it. I didn't want to be in an all college town or an all tourism town. I just wanted to have this real experience. And so I packed my bags and everybody up north was like, Columbia, where? And <laughs> like, I said, no worries. I'll be back in six months. It's fine. Right. So, <laughs> but, but what happened is that the, almost the month I moved down, Tracy left. Okay. So our, yeah. our paths never even crossed until, um, what Tracy, 10 years later? More than that. I am. Um, so in 97, after college up North, um, I, I was back here waiting tables in five points and moved out to San Francisco where I lived for 12 years and built a career as a freelance writer, editor, digital content creator, et cetera. And I moved back to Columbia in 2009 uh, for a variety of reasons. I'm very glad I did, by the way. And Debbie and I, Debbie was freelancing, doing marketing and event planning. I I still had my freelance clients who I was serving via laptop from wherever. And we have mutual friends. And we both, with flexible schedules, actually became friends because we both loved swimming and we would go to yes. Drew's swimming pool at like 10 in the morning and leisurely do like sideways side, side swimming laps so, so we could face each other and talk while we're doing laps you know it was so fun I love that Daddy's <laughs> like well you know I've, I've been hired to do the event planning for the free times best of Columbia party 2010 and it's a tiki theme. And do you think you'd want to help me with that? And I'm like, dude, yes. My dad's got a garage <laughs> full of wild stuff we could use for decor. Blah, blah, blah. And, and Debbie's like, you know, you're good at writing. 
got a client who needs some blogging and social media. Do you want to work with me on that? And, you know, then we're working on the Small Business Chamber of Commerce uh, product, uh, Olympic Directory of Businesses across South Carolina. And really, we, we started working together as freelancers. I really love to give props to 701 Center for Contemporary Arts because yes. we were... We were both volunteering there together and started helping out with events and realized we worked well together and they always have a special place in my heart. We're the co-founders of this full service marketing and advertising agency. We offer everything from research, brand strategy, branding to you know, implementation, uh, marketing planning, public relations, advertising, both digital and traditional, social media, all kinds of marketing, all the stuff. And uh, one of the things that makes it all work is that Debbie is an incredible identifier of talent and an incredible delegator of authority. And she was volunteering at 701 Center for Contemporary Art at like as a gallery monitor and helping with you know, openings and events. She said, Tracy, you can work from anywhere. So why don't you get your laptop, take over my position as gallery monitor, <laughs> At ding, 701 ding, ding. Center for Contemporary Art, <laughs> 701 Whaley Building, you'll meet people, you'll reintroduce yourself to your hometown, you'll be, you love contemporary art, it's going to be so great, so take my spot while I go finish up some work in five points with another client. I'm like, oh, brilliant, <laughs> sounds great. Flock and Rally began work with a lot of nonprofits in the Columbia area, which they believe is a great way to make an impact fast in your local community. The city of Columbia, South Carolina, allows for business owners to connect with these organizations easily, and being in the know about what your local community desires is a great way to create amazing customer service experiences that make people feel like they can take over the world. One of the, one of the ways we've built our business is by working with local nonprofits and helping leverage the resources they have, taking a really grassroots approach and getting the community really fired up and excited about cool new ideas. And I, I'd say that's one of the ways that we started to build momentum behind our venture. And now it's, it's completely transformed into, our venture has totally changed. You know, it's our, our spirit and our culture is the same. Um, we're very passionate about inclusivity and about connection to community and about having fun mm -hmm. and about making the process of working with us pleasurable for our clients and rewarding. Um, but what we do on a day-to-day -day basis is pretty night and day compared to <laughs> where we were at, gosh, back in 2010 when we founded the firm. Yeah, I mean, I know that I, I moved here in 2010 um, from Austin, and I remember, I feel like I met you pretty quickly, Tracy. Yes, we met at a, a Christmas bunko party. Yes. The white elephant gift party at Julie Hall's house. Yes. <laughs> we can yes. say that on the radio, right? It's all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. And I just, I was so excited to go to the parties that you got, the free times party, I think was the first one I was like, oh, fucking rally and this party. And there's like cool people here. And I think Columbia's got something happening that's different. And so what, one thing that I'm connecting in my brain as you guys are telling your stories is it's fun because you take 
that excitement of the parties that you started planning and making them fun and accessible and exciting for people. And now that's your customer service strategy as you work mm-hmm. with new clients. So instead of planning these big events, you're creating amazing experiences that, you know, make people feel welcome and lift them up and, you know, like they can really take over the world. I have chills. Exactly. Now. That's so kind of you to say. That's totally how we want it to be. The two went almost a year as independents working together, but when a magazine wanted to write an article about the incredible work they were doing, they realized they needed more structure to help promote and grow the business. As the two of them made more of these professional decisions, it gave them more motivation to continue going further. It felt good to look professional. So Tracy and I were, you know, chugging along for about a year where someone would write a check to Debbie, half a check and some half, half the amount to Tracy. And it was, it was doing okay. And then we got a call from our friend, Molly Harrell. And she said, I would like to feature you guys. Actually, she wanted to feature Tracy. Well, it was Jenny Maxwell was the editor. Molly Harrell was the photographer. Uh Yeah. Mm -hmm. She wanted to feature me as an edgy event planner in oh my gosh why am I blanking on the name of the publication skirt Skirt magazine thank you thank you skirt large format really awesome magazine focused on the accomplishments of women what's Mm -hmm. up FedEx Mm -hmm. and Jenny was like yeah when I feature I'd be like well if I'm honest I just moved back home like a year ago and Debbie's been here doing the heavy lifting on the event planning I mean Debbie co-founded the women's roller derby league in Columbia yes I did. I did a lot. Of, I did a lot of non-paid starting of things back then. That's <laughs> she started. <laughs> she launched Crafty Feast. It was our our region's first indie craft fair that focused only on handmade goods. We've since, in the last couple of years, turned over the operations of Crafty Feast to the Vista Guild, so they can do it as part of Artista Vista, and then we just do the marketing mm-hmm. typically. Mm-hmm. We'll see if that keeps going. Fingers crossed. Um, but like, okay, where was I? Debbie, help me. So, you know, we were working a lot together. And so Tracy said, we should be in this article together. So that's right. So then when that happened, uh, they were like, well, it's about to post and you guys don't have a name for your company, nor that's where Molly Harrell comes in. Molly's a website. Like, <laughs> she's like, did, she, she used the B word in a very loving way. <laughs> <laughs> in plural she's like y'all you are about to be in a magazine full page photo of the two of you advertise basically advertising your services mm-hmm. and you need a name for your company and you need a website yeah and how long in like two weeks yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course that's how we do it that's how we do it and you know so so that worked out and that's a whole nother story. Um, but then really there was a couple key pivotal points after that as well. Um, I think Richard Burtz is a great champion and he came to us and said, you know, I think you guys should have an office space in 701 Whaley. And we, you know, at the time we were still not working full-time in our business together. We were still doing our own thing. And so we brought on a couple of people to share the office space with us. And that just, that really was a pivotal point as well, because we had a space to, we had a location to meet people and have a business. And it wasn't interns sitting around my dining room table anymore. 
Right. And, you know, I think you're trying to sell this dream too. Now it's like, it's like <laughs> having a space really did help us feel more professional, more like we were a business and thus act as such and, and do more work together. And that also allowed us to um, expand our intern program, hire our first people. We had desk space for them. So it, it just started snowballing. And sometimes I feel like, you know, we recently purchased a building and when we first bought it, we thought we were going to have to lease out half of it. And now we're like trying to fill it, you know, we could, we could fill it. it we're already filling it. So sometimes I think space is a good instigator too. Tracy and Debbie are huge believers in their community and are dedicated to helping the city of Columbia grow. The two recognize that they did not start their business traditionally, but they surround themselves with an optimistic support system that motivated them to keep going. They believe Columbia is a good place to start a business because there is more equity when it comes to access than in larger cities. For such great motivators, it is no wonder their company is called Flock and Rally. There were non-naysayers. That's the thing about Columbia. And that's the thing that we said all along the pro throughout the process of growing the business um, is that this is a city where if you start something, you will be supported mm -hmm. because there's a community of positive people who want to see progress and they want to see people succeed. There, I'm sure there are competitive folks out there. I'm sure there's backstabbing happening. In fact, I know it's happening, but it doesn't really happen around us yeah. because we yeah. really surrounded ourselves with people who are very, very supportive and positive and just want to see the glass half full on, on things. Right, Debbie? Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, I, I will admit that we didn't come into Flock and Rally very traditionally. And so I think sometimes that confused a, a little people I a few people I was once asked if what I was doing was a hobby that was a that was a come to you know I had to think about that <laughs> you know like oh yeah like, I like it, yeah. yeah like is it is it a hobby what does it mean to not be a hobby and I I did have to start thinking about oh there's all these business answers I need to start asking myself um about taxes and payroll and, you know, insurance and trademarks and all sorts of things. So, um, yeah, there, there was a little bit of like, a, what are you guys creating? I don't even know. We did not have a business plan. No, no, it was, it was very, I mean, that's, I think that's where we were, we were talking about this to get revved up and excited about this interview. And, <laughs> you know, it's, you know, we just wanted to build something cool and to make our community better and mm -hmm. to bring our special sauce to the mix and contribute. I went, I went and lived in San Francisco for 12 years and that's a pretty awesome place mm -hmm. to be, right? Um, there's so much potential there. You can do anything, but I would argue that Columbia is even awesomer when it comes to being able to do anything because there's a much more level playing field. The economy is such that there's a lot more horizontality. There's less income inequality, and there is a lot more equity when it comes to access. 
um, access to people in positions of power, access to resources, and access to one another. Um, it's, you know, it's very, it's completely common. You know, we go to art openings and be hanging out with some of the most powerful captains of industry and elected officials in the city, just chatting about that really cool art installed conceptual art piece and bonding. And then they want to know about us and they hear that we're, that we've got a small business. They're like, wow, that's really cool. And you know, it's just a, it's a really, it can be such a supportive environment. And I think that's really unique and really special. I think, I think a market our size, you know, our, our metropolitan statistical area in the Columbia South Carolina region is close to 840,000 people. So it's really not small. Right. You know, uh -huh. but it feels manageable uh -huh. because of that horizontality. And I think that's a special thing. It's easy to get down on Columbia. You know, it's really easy to get down and stuck in the, the mud wherever you are and the drama. And I just, I think that you guys really set the tone for how to have pride in your city and your community and, you know, be able to rally and inspire those around you. So, um, you know, back to your, your title, your <laughs> walk and rally, um, talk a little bit about what inspired that name. Uh, well, I, I <laughs> naming for, uh, corporate clients and, um, so, you know, there's a way that you can go about naming an organization. You interview yourselves about what, what is, what are your unique offerings? What do you bring to the table for the folks you want to serve? And there's a lot of creating lists of synonyms and adjectives and nouns and verbs and playing around with combinations of things. We knew, you know, <laughs> Debbie, what are the what are the types of names that we knew we didn't want to have? Global Corporate Inc. <laughs> right. Right. You know, we, we knew we we also knew we wanted people to get an idea of what we were like before even meeting us, um, you know, and having a little bit of that free spirit, I think comes out in our name as well. Yeah. So like flock is you want to encourage people to flock around and toward a great idea or a great opportunity, a great experience. You want to rally people around um, what your clients are doing. Um, so it's, it's definitely a very functional name, but also a lot of fun. And if you say it really fast, it sounds a little bit... <laughs> Dirty. We'll be back after a short break. Tracy and Debbie have maintained a great relationship for over a decade, which has helped their company grow to new heights. The two attribute this success to delegating out responsibilities in a healthy and productive way. They are aware of their strengths and weaknesses and collaborate to make those work together. They also recognize the importance of hiring the right people around them. Rather than just hiring someone to fill a seat, they take the time to make sure that that person closely aligns with their mission and brings something helpful to the table. We were pretty aware 
going into it, what each of our strengths were. And I would also say that that year of working together without feeling committed into a business opportunity and that organic growth was a really good test period. Um, you know, the other thing that, that Tracy and I always do is hire the right people for the skill sets that, that, you know, we maybe have or don't have or want to, you know, pass on to someone else. But I'm all for hiring people smarter than myself 100% every day. So, you know, once we started looking and hiring, I think every single person we hired, we wanted to be a unicorn. We're like, we we're not going to um, settle, you know, just to fill bodies. Um, And that has worked really well because we have found great staff who are really committed to our mission and really committed to our culture, but also do great work. And um, that has allowed our company to grow as well. I'll, I'll admit that as a, I was a sole proprietor of my own one person business for more than a decade and that creates some habits. And, you know, as, and as a person who traditionally was hired to do the work, versus plan, strategize, and then delegate and manage a team of people doing the work. For me personally, it was a really difficult transition. And it's it's a battle I still fight within myself on a daily basis. Remember, lead. You don't Mm -hmm. have to do, you should not be doing everything that you're good at. It's okay to not be doing everything that you're good at. Give other people the tools to shine and let them do their thing and be there for them. You know, that I would say it took me longer than I would like to really deeply understand that and to really walk the walk. So that, you know, the words and saying, like I am, I'm living it now. You know, I slip, but I try and catch it when, when, uh, when I, when I, when I have my tiny failures as a leader, yeah, <laughs> but I, I think that's a key piece of advice is, you know, one thing that really has helped us level up, we've transformed the company inside out over the last three to five years. And one of the things that we did to make that happen is we identified places where we wanted to hire professionals who could like a, like a contract CFO, for example, um, Beth Gerhardt, um, works with companies of a certain size and she's really helped us raise our game when it comes to tax planning, big piece of advice, tax preparing and tax planning are two very different things. And most people are tax preparers. So if you think that you are getting tax planning, check, make sure, cause you're, you might just be getting tax preparing and that's, that's better learned in advance than via experience, you know. Um, we also recent uh, beginning of 2020 brought on Jada Willis, uh, who has a phenomenal business, Willis HR, to basically become our HR department to free up our operations team. I think I mean Rachel Carter, incredible operations manager, um, Merritt McNeely our executive vice president, we basically turned over managing our team to Merit. She's basically in this managing director role of the agency. And 
really oversees the process of all of our team members be, being happy and making our clients happy, right? So Jada comes in and her company takes the load off of the operations team in terms of HR so that our team can actually focus on the fun parts, right? You know, so our jobs can be more enjoyable. Um, we've, we recently, we promoted from within and hired from without to add a director of advertising, a director of communications and a director of brand strategy. Um, so, you know, we've got folks in, who've got more, each more than a decade of experience running our advertising department in our communications and PR departments, delegating responsibility and bringing in help. It's critical. But the thing is, could we have done this in year four? I mean, we, we, we weren't at, you know, there, there's this critical point where you don't have the revenue to support hiring at that level, unless you make the decision to go into debt to do so. And mm -hmm. Debbie and I made the decision that we didn't want to go into debt. So we knew that growing the business was going to take longer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was, would I go back and make a different decision? I don't know, you know, maybe, cause it was hard. It's hard trying to do it all mm -hmm. with, a, yeah. with a team that's basically, you know, small and your, your houseplants die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Flock and Rally serves as a great example of building a company organically, but getting to that point did not come easy. As a business owner, there are many things to consider when you want to expand. Getting some outside perspective helped them get to a point where they can now map out the growth they want to see in the future. It was very organic. Like you're playing this push-pull game where the work gets too much. And so you bring on a person to help you. And mm -hmm. so, you know, for the first first five years, we would bring on these people, but still to help Tracy and I as being like the top people that were doing the work in the company. Um, then <laughs> we, I don't even know if this is the right word or Tracy, but when we brought on Jada, um, at, so we hired Merit because yeah, we, we hired knew Merit in that she was the best. 20, spring of 2018. That was pivotal. Mm -hmm. That Very was the pivotal. first truly high level hire where we're bringing on someone who's a true peer. You know, Merit had had more than a decade of experience running big ships. And I think what happened is that, you know, yes, yes, Merit was helping us as our, the marketing director role, but then bringing on Jada and Jada being an outside force, because, you know, as everybody knows, being at the top can be very lonely. You're, you know, you don't have a lot of mentors to talk to sometimes. And Jada has been a great mentor to us. And, you know, she looked at us and said, you know, Merit's ready to be your executive vice president and you guys need to get out of the way. Like <laughs> nicely, you know, yeah, she nicely yeah. said that nicely. Now I'm excited about the future because, you know, now we're starting to get to that phase where we're future mapping, you know, our staff and, and how are we looking at our income and how it relates to our expenses and, you know, estimating and, and, you know, not just six months ahead, but a year ahead, you know, two years ahead, what does that look like? How do we get there? As an owner, you need the brain space to do that. And when you're in the weeds and, and doing all the work, it's hard to step back and have that brain space. 
Anne Sinclair, former city councilwoman, she was on city council in Columbia for like 20 years. And she's been one of our mentors since the very beginning when she was serving on the board of 701 Center for Contemporary Art. <laughs> and we loved, <laughs> we loved her and she loved us and that continues to stay. So we actually brought her on and hired her to be a business coach, like an executive coach for me and Debbie. And she met with us regularly over the course of a couple of years. And we still meet with her from time to time, um, really to help me and Debbie muck through some of those really tough decisions. All of that even helps us expand or open our minds and expand our group of creative independent contractors with whom we work. We work with some amazing designers, photographers, video production professionals, copywriters, etc. You know, we do we do our creative services in-house when it comes to you know everything that we do. And our but our team is a combination of full-time staff and some contractors. Tracy and Debbie have built this company. So how do they stay motivated now that they've gotten to this point? The two of them have identified what values they stand for and working with clients that align with those things keeps them pushing forward. For me, bringing it internally, um, I love helping to bring a creative class to Columbia and helping support jobs where people want to come here and stay here and be fulfilled. So the more positions I can create that allow people to live their true selves in an environment that they love, that, that gets me up every morning. I'm a big brand storytelling nerd, and I, I, I got to give a shout out to our clients. Um, you know, we're, we're serving a client base that's not just local anymore. You know, we have clients who... Uh, our, we do have still have some incredible local clients, uh, you know, everything from one of our first clients, Motor Supply Co. Bistro, to these amazing statewide nonprofits like Able South Carolina and SC Thrive and the Sisters of Charity Foundation of South Carolina. You know, uh, we've been working with the Central Carolina Community Foundation doing their public relations for such a long time and we have such a great partnership with them. Um, and, you know, we get, we get to do the traditional ad buys for Columbia Metropolitan Airport. We have an airport <laughs> client. How cool is that? But then meanwhile, you know, we've got clients, we've got this global tech firm. They're called NTT Data. And we're doing like national digital ad campaigns for them to help them recruit their workforce. We're working with a National Science Foundation funded initiative to transform the way that the engineering community nationally and internationally thinks about the future of engineering research and, and how it's gonna affect our world. You know, that's thrilling. We get to actually impact not just our local community, but other people, other places, everywhere. And it's just, it's really exciting, so. Um, I could go on and on about our clients. I'm, I'm not going to list off our whole client list, but every single one of them is thrilling. And I think a, mark, a great marker of success 
for us, for me anyway, is that we are still able to only say yes to projects and clients that are in alignment with our values. And that may not always be the case, you know, as you grow, you have to make some tough decisions, but uh, we've been able to do that. And we've been able to form partnerships with our clients. We, we go in, we dovetail, we become part of their team and we help them shore everything up, level up, tighten, cohesive, make everything cohesive so that their audiences have a more satisfying experience engaging with their brands. And um, when, our, when our clients trust us to help them do that, the results are super amazing. to another episode of Venturing Voices and listening to Tracy Broom and Debbie Shadle tell their story. Remember that you too are a badass and capable of getting shit done in your community. If you are interested in learning more about our community, Femex Columbia, you can check out our website or follow us on social media. Thank you to our sponsors for helping make this podcast possible. And make sure to subscribe and tune into future episodes with more badass women from South Carolina. Once again, I'm Nell and thank you for listening to Venturing Voices. Thank you.